hey guys, we're at the end of the week. It's episode 10 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we'll analyze, scrutinize, and none more black eyes the movie This is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. As always, I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I'm Sean German of 5 mimecom and joining us once again today, you uh, you heard him as a guest on the Indiana Jones Minute. You're looking forward to hearing him on the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days podcast coming up later this year. But for today, he is Christopher Dennis. Welcome, Christopher. Ah, thank you. It's good to be here. I, I, am, I, am, I am of Spinal Tap Minute right now. Yes. <laughs> Find me here. <laughs> Find me at Spinal Tap Minute. As it happens. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Yes, you can find Christopher Dennis DeGuardia at Minute 10. <laughs> and Minute 10 begins with uh, Marty maybe making some excuses for the band, saying uh, they're not, you know, they're not used to that world. We finish things up with Tommy kind of taking a swipe at uh, at the band and rock and roll in general. And in between is uh, the continuing limo ride from New York down to Philly. I think there's a little bit of an upstairs downstairs vibe to this minute. Mm. There's uh, you know there's the front of the limo and then there's there's the back of the limo and they're different worlds. Yes, different worlds. Does Marty feel just like stuck now? you know in in raising the barrier they've kind of left him dead (laughs) yeah i guess uh, he probably wasn't expecting that to happen to to him just to be lectured to now like one-on-one yeah we we don't the the camera's kind of over his shoulder so we don't see marty's facial expression but i imagine it's something like uh yeah he now now i've got to hear the story about uh sammy davis coming out of the copa at 4 (laughs) a.m Uh, where he'd really, you know, he'd probably rather be in the back because that's those are the guys he's making the movie about. Right. And he's very sweaty, too. <laughs> he is. He's like, he's like, pouring, like, no one else in the limo seems to be uh, perspiring to the, to the amount he is. Yeah. He and definitely just, sees, he's, he's shiny in the, yeah. in the light. Yeah. And I notice this because, you know, I, I'm kind of a sweater myself sometimes. You know, you, you get hot easily. Your hair gets curly around your ears and, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting lectured by a, a boorish limo, dri- uh, limo driver <laughs> happens to the best of us. But I just noticed that, that he's in no way is comfortable. I don't think yes. he's stuck. He's hot. There's something going on behind the glass he wants to be part of. And yeah. he's just getting lectured about the Copa and Sammy. So it's- <laughs> well, I got to wonder, like in, in terms of his comfort, where's the camera? So this is, you know, this is 82. The, I mean, these days it would be like, oh, someone's got a, you know, a, a cell phone that they taped to the to the side window on the car and that's filming all this stuff that's going on in the front seat but this is 1982 you know he's, he's probably got a you know a, a camera the size of a sewing machine that's that's hanging over his shoulder so uh you know i imagine he's probably not too comfortable yeah, yeah. and then the, the fact that it's a two camera one limo shoot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the this and the I, I presume the stuff going on in the in the rear of the limo is part of the the documentary because we have that title card we talked about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so not like this is like meanwhile, right? This right. is supposed to be material of the documentary. Yeah, and and being a documentary, they're they're driving around. This is not you know it's not a set to made that's made to look like a car that's really cut in half, and they're just back shooting a screen behind them that that stuff going past. They're really they're in a limo and they're driving around, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I don't care how big the limo is. 
you're certainly going to feel feel cramped. Especially for a rather long ride, you get all those cameras in there, all those swe- <laughs> all those sweaty guys, you know. Definitely, man. Yeah, sweaty uh, rock and rollers. Sweaty rock and rollers and filmmakers. Yes. Filmmakers, yeah. yeah. But we do, yeah. as you mentioned, we do finally get around twenty seconds in an introduction to the the guy that's been hanging around. It's Ian Faith, manager of Spinal Tap. So we'll just I just wanted to make sure it's official. Yeah, yes. we know who this guy is. He's with the band. He's supposed to be here. Confirmed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm glad that we finally got a name to a, a name to a face. Um, but I was actually going to mention something about something a few seconds before that. So this is when oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the limo's driving by a marquee of a mm-hmm. theater, and it's at about, oh, 13, 14 seconds, right in there. Um, I was kind of curious as to what what movies might be playing. And I, and I definitely feel like the second movie that's listed here on the front is a movie from 1982, actually came out in October of 82, called The Sender. The Sender, okay. Mm. And I wasn't really familiar with it, but there's uh, there's people I'm familiar with. Um, and one thing that was noted was um, on IMDb is that it's Quentin Tarantino's favorite horror film of 1982. <laughs> the Sender. Is there a list of every year? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. 1984. Um, yeah. yeah. This, this is the number one horror film of October 1982. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> For Quentin Tarantino. For Quentin Tarantino. According yes. to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but I also, it looks pretty interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen it before, but it says uh, that the um, tagline or the, the poster header, I should say, says, he has the power to make you live his nightmares, dot, dot, dot. And he's dreaming about you. Ooh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> it's, it says a disturbed telepathic man is unable to fully control his ability to transmit his dreams and visions into the minds of people around him or even influence reality. A female therapist tries to help him, but his mother gets in the way. <laughs> so that sounds interesting. And um, it's the lead, the person who plays the sender. I will most definitely get his name incorrectly, but he's a very well-known character actor. So I'm going to spell out his first name because it's Z-E-L-J-K-O. Zelko? I Ivanik or Ivanik, and he. If you look at his face, you'll go that guy. Oh my god, I've seen him in so many procedurals and movies, and Argo, Hannibal, (laughs) in Bruges. I mean, a ton of movies, and uh, like I said, procedurals, X Men Apocalypse, Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, the the series Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, Um, played a a pretty yeah, definitely one of those faces that. Oh yeah, it's that guy. Uh, here, the important question: Has he been on SVU? I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, because that, that's that, that that's the that's a that's a necessity for a guy like this. Yeah. Well, he's definitely been in a lot of those procedurals. So many. I mean, that it was hard to, to even choose. Uh, but yeah, Law and Order. He's, he's been yeah. In, so he's been in both the, jury. the, uh, the original Law and Order mm-hmm. and West uh, and Wing. SVU. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. The Practice, Twilight Zone, of course, 24, 
Black Hawk Down. I'm kind of, you know, it's, I'm mixing up movies and TV shows. Wow. But he but also, good, was- oh, I was just going to say one more thing to kind of wrap this up, is that he was also, a couple of things, actually. He was also on Crossing Jordan. So I wanted mm-hmm. to do a little shout out to Jill Hennessy. She was the star of Crossing Jordan, and she actually um, is a big Spinal Tap fan, and she's also a singer-songwriter besides being an actress. And she follows us on Twitter. We follow her back, and she's... Uh, so I just want to say, say hey to Jill Hennessy. <laughs> she's she's a huge Spinal Tap fan. She, she probably tweets Spinal Tap-related stuff every couple of weeks. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of fun to watch that. But also that um, Ivanek or Ivanek was in Donnie Brasco. So he was in a movie with Bruno Kirby because Bruno Kirby's <laughs> also in Donnie Brasco. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So you just never know what you're going to find when you delve into delve deep into these minutes. You find J- Zelj- Zeljko. <laughs> yes. Let's call him Zell. 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 I like yeah. that. Right. But uh, yeah, connections within connections. Wow. And he's also, if you're interested in movies that are specifically about character actors like him, there's a great documentary. I believe it's still on Netflix streaming. That's where I saw it. But it's called That Guy dot 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 who was in that thing. And that's a fun um, documentary that's that's nice and long and juicy and really is a lot of a lot of talking heads you know you get to meet i think 14 to 16 different character actors and they talk about the whole the whole process of being and living and you know working as a character actor so i I found that to be a really good doc and i recommend it all right really interesting yeah thanks for sharing that i i had actually been slowing down and tried to look in the minute and hadn't been able to figure out so the around Second, 13, 14th, the limo drives past a theater, and I could never make out what was on that marquee. Um, so that's a good catch. At least one of those movies is The Sender. I try to do my due diligence here. All right. <laughs> Bring it every minute, Heidi. Wow, really? <laughs> um, so, so speaking of movies and, and documentaries, one of, uh, one of kind of our standard questions that we've been asking all our guests, and, and so I'll ask you, Chris, because you're one of our guests, is... Uh, do you have any particular uh, favorite movies or documentaries about either documentaries about bands or, or just like musical concert films or, or anything related that uh, that you'd like to share with us and, and recommend to uh, to the audience? Um, yeah, well, one of my favorites, it's called Standing in the Shadows of Motown. Mm. Ooh, uh, good one. You guys know this one with the Funk mm-hmm. Brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And just the for the notion of the fact that this band played on like more number one hits than I forget the tagline, but it's really impressive. <laughs> uh, just to, to, like the story of this, this band and how they shaped that sound, like the bit about the drummer working in a strip club <laughs> and uh, you know, like doing his grapevine drums. Like it's the, when he played in the strip club earlier that night or whatever. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of cool. You know, if, if a bit like, Oh, I wish these guys got there. They're just desserts as this amazing band. And also for like the the soundtrack, which is the um the instrumental tracks, yeah, for those songs. And I think that's just really cool to to hear and then listen to. And the concert footage in it is, I guess, I wish there was more of the story, like the guys themselves, mm-hmm. more than you know Joan Osborne dancing around in front of them, yeah. right? Um, right. That and there's also I was th- this made me think of a really cool book. It's kind of a really long title. It's called So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star, colon, How I Machine Gunned a Room Full of Record Executives and Other True Tales from a Drummer's Life. And it's by uh, Jacob Slichter, hmm. uh, who you don't know until you know he's the drummer from Semisonic. 
Oh, okay. Oh, so and then, then yeah, now about, you know them. Yeah, so it's about being like that one-hit wonder band, mm-hmm. and their you know their 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 rise and subsequent descent <laughs> back from uh, you know the closing time days to the song they play they wrote next that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a cool um, a roller coaster ride from the the eyes of the drummer. Oh, no, that sounds great! And, I yeah. love reading. I yeah. love books like that. I yeah. would look into that. It's it's a, it's it's cool, and it's a it's it's kind of a that guy thing because you know, okay, well, the drummer from Semisonic. Does he have a mm-hmm. story? Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we all we all know drummers tell good stories. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. <laughs> That's been <laughs> Some of my favorite podcasters are drummers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. I hadn't I hadn't heard of that before. No, that's that's so it. I I have no idea where I heard of it from, but I liked it once I found it. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at this minute. Some of the other things I noticed here. Um, it, so when we're in the back of the limo with Ian Faith and the band, is that we're talking about you know when's the album come going to come out? What's the you know what's the uh, promotional schedule and such like that? And and that we get you know Ian saying talking about how we're not really going to saturate. <laughs> The New, New York, York market, market. <laughs> which I, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so so coming off the the optimism, uh, you know, the support from the record company that we saw in the kickoff party. Yeah, so now we can we can kind of start to question the uh, the strategy here. Now I agree, Philly is a great rock and roll town. Really, a lot of a lot of great acts from from Philadelphia. So so that part is, you know, the second part of that statement. Now, Philly, that's a real rock town. That's that's true. But yeah, I don't know if, if that's really a wise decision that they're just going to skip over New York, you know, for, for the, the folks in our audience that maybe aren't familiar with the United States. Um, <laughs> New York City is like, it, it's, I think, the largest city. And if it isn't now, it certainly was in terms of population, the, the largest city in the country in 1982. Sure. And, and really the, the media capital. Even at this point, so movies, you know, movies are, are Hollywood. Movies are, are, you know, we think of California and the West Coast, but music and radio would have been centered in New York. At this point, I think we'd still have a lot of, of television in New York. I know at one point it kind of shifted, but in the early 80s, your, your daily soap operas, your game shows and stuff like that were still being done in New York. So to say we're gonna we're gonna skip that market, yeah, I don't know if 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 Ian's on the right path here, but we also don't know does he believe this or is he, you know, is he adjusting to the issues with the album? Is he just saying, well, you know, we're the tour's moving on. They they did right. their show in New York. They've got to go to the next city. They can't just hang out in New York till the album comes out and then do another show. They've got to move on. So. Yeah, so there's there's questions and there's there's there'll be more questions coming up where we've got to look at what Ian's doing and and like does he how much does he believe what he's saying and how much is he just he's trying to sell it to the band because he's got to you know he's got to deal with the reality of there's there's issues getting the album out but they've they've got to move on they've got to go to the next city yeah, and I kind of wonder too with this little like David kind of you know leans over and puts his hand on his does a reassuring yeah, yeah. hand on hand on mm-hmm. leg. We're not blaming you. You know that we're not blaming you, but it, you know that kind of like hmm, are you saying one thing but sort of thinking another? You know, maybe is it the, this one of the chinks in the armor of this yeah. this guy yeah, well, and the, their you, relationship the, with him? 
Yeah, it's one of those things where it's the fact that you feel you need to say it. You know, if you're really not blaming him, then you don't need to say you're not blaming him. The fact that David feels the need to give that reassurance, maybe maybe there's some doubt. Maybe there's some skepticism. Because these guys have been around. It's It's been, what was it, six years since their last North American tour? But certainly they would have been through the States before that, and they'd know... They'd know where you know where they play well and where they don't and, and what they need to hit. So uh, yeah, maybe David's getting a feeling here, a feeling of what what what's going on. This feels a little fishy. This is a little different. He has that look to him, doesn't he? He does. He's he's pensive. Yeah, he. That's a perfect word, Chris. And it was reminding me of of uh, an er- earlier minute when you were saying that when you saw this when you were young. That he looked like I can't remember the name of the guy, <laughs> Tom Hamilton. Um, Tom Hamilton, because <laughs> yeah, he looks Smith. really natural here too, like a real natural, pensive mm-hmm. rock and roller. Yeah. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to post some some key pictures of Tom Hamilton when this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, some comparisons. Sounds yeah. good. Unless I mean, it doesn't. Unless it doesn't uh, shake out, in which case we won't. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. erase all all every conversation. Tom Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, erase it from the record. Yeah, it won't, it won't have happened. <laughs> and it looks like he has a little glitter on his cheek too. Did you guys notice that little cheek glitter? Does he? Yeah, a little little sparkle that doesn't yeah. look like doesn't look like Marty Debergi. No, no, sweat. no, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. No, I see that. Yeah, he glistens. I, he glows. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was just like an artifact of of the lens or the film, or yeah, maybe uh, you know, is that like leftover from the makeup from from a concert, or was there maybe they went out for some adult entertainment after the party mm-hmm. last night or something? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one thing I noticed about his body language: there's before he reaches out to kind of pat uh, Ian reassuringly when he's talking, or when we see him. He's got his, he's kind of leaning on his hand. He's got his his hand up around his face and his he's kind of holding his chin. Isn't that like doesn't that mean something in body language like the psychology when you're when you have your hand up around your face, you're you're hiding that doesn't that, like usually mean he's like lying or he's trying to just hmm. he's being deceptive. Hmm. Am I reading I'll too have, much into I'll it? I'll have to ask an expert. <laughs> I actually know an expert on the subject. I'll there make a note to ask her and see what she thinks. So yeah, run like uh I'm looking at like 36, 37, second 38 around then. He's got the pensive look and he's kind of hiding. He's got his hand up and yeah. um, we'll send that into the experts and see uh, there we go. what's going on. And another thing I've noticed about the, the limo ride, and it's primarily the discussion is between David and Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel and Derek are back there as well with, uh, with a groupie or, or maybe two. Uh, we don't see Mick or... Uh, or Viv Savage. Right. Those guys are actually in a separate car. Another one of those cut scenes. Those guys are, are separate. I guess they're like, I guess, second class. I'm not sure how what how else to say it in terms of band members. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're not with the manager and they're not with the director of the doc- documentary. They're not with, with Marty, you know, or Ian. So at this point they're they're talking about strategy, they're talking about record release and you know and, and advertising and, and saturating markets, and those guys are are out of the loop. They're they're out of that conversation. So uh yeah, I don't know how uh how Mick and Viv feel about that. If they're if they're satisfied to like let the other guys worry about the stuff and, and then we can just play and, and, and don't and don't have to worry about the business side or or do they uh you know, do they feel left out? Do they want to be in on on those conversations? 
Well, and I, as I, long I, as there's sex and drugs, <laughs> then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't we know we can do without the rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I, I would lean towards the former that they're they're fine. Yeah. As as long as uh as long as there's sex and drugs, then uh, then uh, they're good without the rock and roll. Yeah, and you, you know you've got like your your figureheads of the band, like you know your Slash and your Axel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Your your Joe Perry and Steve Tyler, right? And they're like, oh, and the the rhythm guitarist, yeah, and, and the guy. other guys, yeah, the other guys. This is a, this is kind of a, a coup uh, for for Smalls being the bassist and you know mm-hmm. being being at the big kids table. That's that's pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, he's I th- I think at this point, certainly he's played. He's been with them longer than Mick. I believe he's been with them longer than Viv as well. But he was not. I don't think he was in the Thamesman. Um, you know, he doesn't go. You know, it's 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 David and Nigel that have the longest history, and maybe he. You know, maybe Derek's the latest of the. Uh, you know the the come latelys, but uh, he's still. You know, he's still one of those guys, but uh, yeah, he's managed to worm his way into uh, into first class, as it will, or into uh, you know into Did the you limo. Worm or warm? Yes. Worm. Worm. It wormed. Worm his way. Worm in. his way or yeah. lukewarm water. His <laughs> way. <laughs> Derek. Derek's having his effect on me. Yeah. 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 No, I thought of that too. I noticed that too. It's the you know the top top dogs here although it doesn't look like you know nigel seems more of the introspective guy he's just kind of sitting there stroking his nose chewing his gum smoking (laughs) a cigarette yeah Mm. yeah so yeah again it is the the discussions primarily between david and and ian nigel's kind of he's he's you know he's the quiet type he lets his guitar do his talking i think you know when uh if he has something to say, he'll speak up, but he doesn't feel the need to chime in. He'll he'll let David handle it as as far as it goes, and then uh, you know if David can handle it fine, and then Nigel you know can keep silent, and we don't you know we don't hear from him, um, you know in this conversation. If he if he disagrees with David though, he'll he'll jump in at that point. But, I, uh, I look yeah. forward to seeing how that kind of dynamic plays out throughout the rest mm-hmm. of this. And I, and I know I know a guitarist who has the same haircut too. Oh yeah. <laughs> in 2017 as, the real as, world as David yeah, as, um, yeah. as Nigel or as, as Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's something. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a choice, I guess. It's I guess it's timeless though, right? In a way. Yeah, it's like a timeless rocker sh- shag. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you did say guitarist, so uh Yeah, oh yeah, this guy's a yeah. Okay. It goes it goes with the Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then uh after we leave Ian and David, it's back uh it's back downstairs or uh or the front of the car to the servants' quarters and <laughs> back to uh Marty the director and, and Tommy the limo driver. And we have Tommy saying, you know, and and, Mar- and Marty, I think uh you know, part of it is he's you know, he's the director, he's the documentarian, he's kind of poking for a reaction and and and, and for film and you know to, to to find out what people are thinking. But I also think the band has grown on him that he he's he's a little more than just interviewing. He is taking sides, having having gotten to know the band and and we know coming in he was a fan to begin with. So he's like, you know, hey, these you know, these guys, you know, they do a good show, kids have fun at the concert. And uh, you know, it's a passing thing. Yeah. <laughs> according to Tommy. Although at this point, I'll note it's we're filming in nineteen eighty two. Mm-hmm. 
So this is not 62. Rock and roll is not a new thing. <laughs> right. Right. You know, ro- rock and roll has been been around probably about as long as Tommy has at this point. <laughs> and and even the the band itself again uh not, you know David and Nigel and I I assume Tommy doesn't know the whole history, but they've been playing together for going on 17 years. You can say, you know, you don't enjoy it. You can say they don't have talent. I think they've they've gotten beyond passing, you know, a passing thing at this point. They haven't passed yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure if he's talking about. I assume he's talking about rock and roll. But even if he's just talking about the band specifically, this band, like you know, if it's a passing thing, then uh, you know they they should get on to passing. They have, they have <laughs> not they have not passed yet. So. Uh, well, I think when he says that, what it reminds me is of um, people like Sinatra, that when rock and roll came around, mm-hmm. they did not understand or like it or maybe thought it was... So maybe he's kind of aping his... Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's totally all in on the, the Sinatra trip, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, well, but in, Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh no! I, I was probably going to trail off to nothing. So. Right. Well, I was just saying, <laughs> like, just just note specifically, it, not just what he says, but the way he says it. It's he's almost like it's almost it's kind of a whisper, like when someone has a disease and you don't want to say the name of the disease because you might get it. Like, <laughs> you know, he's kind of like it, there's like little pity in his voice. Yeah, it's like you know though those those poor people they don't know. They don't know it's a passing. Thing. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of it, re- it makes me think of. The later seasons of Mad Men, there's a scene of uh, of Don Draper listening to the Beatles. I think it's Revolver, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get it. Yeah, like he like it isn't, and it, and it's it's yeah, it's not just that that isn't his type of music. Like he, it's this is not in his world. Like he doesn't understand why anyone would listen to this. Um, and and he he probably thinks yeah, it's a, it's a passing thing. But as we see, uh. You know, we know rock and roll is still around, and uh, and Spinal Tap is still around, right? Hey, Unfortun- hey, my unfortunately, Bruno Kirby is not. Still oh. Around. Oh. Do I need to get the uh, the Indiana Jones sad bell? The sad now? bell, mm. yeah. That's kind of yeah. He uh, yeah, much too young. Yeah, for uh, for Bruno, but uh, but he did make a, a great impression. Yes, uh, with his body of work. Mm-hmm. So here's to you, Bruno. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. Toasting Bruno. Well, you actually did toast him. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did. All right, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, well, it was a- yeah. Sorry, I'm talking over you there. No, it's okay. Yeah, I uh, used my pint glass, uh, my arrogant bastard ale pint glass that has some kind of flat lacroix tangerine water in it mm. but i didn't want to actually <laughs> clink it against anything no. so, hence the yeah the sound effects clink yeah. <laughs> let's, go. let's go with it anything else All for right. this minute guys i I'm mean happy note other than at the end here yeah marty continues to sweat Oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sweating continues. It's, yeah. 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 I, can they crack a window? Well, I guess probably, well they, they'd probably lose the sound for the, the, for the yeah. filming. Right. But like, you know, Tommy, uh, you know, I know you don't like the music, but, you know, 
give the guy some AC or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe and 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 I guess going with the the you know the the old crooner the Frank Sinatra scene. Tommy's a cool cool cucumber. You know right. he's in a suit and tie. He's got his hat. You know full uniform and. Uh, and he looks comfortable. He's fine. No, he's but you yeah. can definitely see the matted hair and the yeah the kind of sideburns getting curly. On, yeah, on Marty. Yeah. yeah. All right. We all pause to consider his sweatiness. Yeah. Let's all take a moment to <laughs> yeah. reflect on the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we wrap up the week here, I thought it would be fun to circle back uh, and remind everybody that we're part of a whole family of movies by minutes podcasts. Uh, it's a whole community that kind of was born out of the S- Star Wars minute fans and people that decided they wanted to. Yeah, we're part of a whole family of movies by minutes um, podcasts. And you can um, find what movies by minutes podcasts there are by going to moviesbyminutes.com and checking them out. You can see kind of what's coming up. And uh, like right now I'm looking at it and it says the Godfather Minute coming soon, but I'm not sure when that's going to be. So maybe by the time you check it out, we'll have already launched. There's a lot of them there. I thought we'd take a moment to maybe just share one or two of our favorites. And I'll just go ahead and start while you guys get your thoughts together. So I mentioned, I think in the previous minute, the whole shebang, and that's the movie Velvet Goldmine. And I really enjoy that podcast. So I I highly recommend if you're into uh, the movie Velvet Goldmine, checking out the whole shebang. I'm also uh, feel like our one of our sister or brother podcasts is the Princess Bride Minute. We've got a lot of crossover there. Also directed by uh, Rob Reiner there. Yep. That's one of the crossovers. <laughs> and I'm absolutely loving, and we've already had them on the podcast, uh, the Mad Max Minute. That is one of my all-time favorites. We've got Harry Potter Minute is another favorite of mine. And, of course, the original Star Wars Minute. And I know I said I was going to say one or two, but I got to say, I've recently been listening to Ghostbusters Minute and had a lot of fun listening to that one, too. All right. So, uh, so Chris, any particular podcast? What are you listening to these days? Anything you want to shed some light um, on? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I need to shed light on Indiana Jones Minute, but that's certainly one of my favorites. But I think, you know, they're, they're, they're world-renowned. Yeah, it's just sure. like, like on a, the like off a, chance that like there's someone famous, left who hasn't heard of hasn't Indiana heard of, Jones Minute. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously them in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really into the Fifth Element, it, which mm-hmm. is uh, Crystal Beth and John Robert Wilson. Yeah, uh, and I, I mean, I, I really love the movie. I was excited to hear they were doing it, and I think they're doing it justice. I think they're doing a really. I, I love, I love listening to their show. My only complaint is that they're uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm. So on Tuesday and Thursday, mm. I forget that, and I, you know, <laughs> like, where are they? You know, <laughs> and uh, also I love uh, Princess Bride Minute, but they, there's, I can't even get the hang of their schedule. They. Mm. They have more of a time signature than a schedule, I think. Like they're like <laughs> yeah. some like two three thing, but yeah, uh, I, I I'm excited when I see their names pop up in the app. Mm-hmm. So those those are my those are my 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 big favorites. All right, those those are all all good ones and all all favorites of mine. One I'll, one I'll I'll push for is Beetlejuice Minute, um, and they're they're they've wrapped up. Uh, they finished up uh, I think the first week in March. 
uh, finishing up with the movie Beetlejuice, one minute at a time. But they did uh, really good work. I really enjoyed that show. And, and hopefully they'll be able to keep, uh, keep those episodes uh, up online. So while you're hearing this, um, if you haven't checked it out, if you're interested in Beetlejuice or you know Tim Burton in general, uh, those folks are big Tim Burton fans, and they they talk about some of the other movies and some of the other work he's done. So uh, whenever I get a chance, I'll certainly give a plug for uh, for Beetlejuice Minute. And and like everyone else, I'll give thanks to uh, to the makers <laughs> to, uh, to to Star Wars Minute, the guys that uh, kind of really set this up this this movies by minute format as a as a, a daily podcast uh, thing that people do and. And that was the first one of these that I listened to. So it was my introduction uh, to, to the format. And then I'll also mention uh, Gutterballs, the Big Lebowski deep cast, um, who I believe in terms of watching a movie one minute at a time, they they beat the Star Wars guys by a year, but they do it. Uh, they're not daily. So uh, it's a little bit of a different format and they go uh, they go a little bit deeper than uh than your usual movie by minute daily podcast thing. So uh, I think both those are uh, pioneers in their own way, uh, gutter balls and, and star Wars minute. So I, I give thanks to, to both of those. Cool. All right. All right. So, yeah, yeah. So when you're, so you've got some time before we return Monday. So I expect all you guys to go out and listen to, to all of those <laughs> and then put them aside when Monday comes, because then we'll return uh, with another episode of Spinal Tap Minute. And, you know, we're your podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Well, I think we'll wrap up here. Um, thank you for following along with us on another week of Spinal Tap Minute. Um, follow along and hang out with us at Twitter and Instagram at Spinal Tap Minute. And you can go to our website at Spinal Tap Minute dot com and uh, subscribe if you haven't already uh, we'd love to get your five-star reviews and have you leave a little comment there or something on uh, itunes and let us know how you're how we're doing and and we appreciate all positive comments and a uh, little constructive criticism is okay <laughs> but just remember this is a passion project for us this is this is just you know a lot of fun so if you start realizing you're heading down a, a hardcore criticism rant i suggest just stopping it <laughs> turning around and starting your own podcast <laughs> do yeah. it your way <laughs> so. yeah. you, you can also reach us at uh, spinal tap minute at gmail.com so we've got we've got email and then uh, we'd also love to see you on facebook at the spinal tap minute groupies lounge yeah come hang out and stroke harry shearer's mustache and enjoy yourself the groupies and, lounge. Uh, yeah and so uh christopher Anything you want to plug? Where can the folks buy you know find you? If if anyone wants to buy you a burrito, where can if they want to buy me a burrito, they can come to MIT and right. just shout my name, yeah. and I'll find them. I'm gonna be in that Spinal Tap groupies lounge, as I've said. I like to go to the listener groups of the the, the shows that I have mentioned and everything. And I'm also trying to put together a database of all these crazy shows and all the guests. And uh, much to Sean's chagrin, it's gonna be the imxmdb.com so another week down and uh we'll talk to you all again monday yeah so, and thanks uh, again christopher for joining us oh yeah thank you thank you very really much this is uh, you're you're our first three-timer 
Awesome. Uh, the first uh, guest to uh, survive three minutes with this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's so, been yeah. a single, single guest yeah. because we had a trio. Oh, there, yeah. Right? Did we do three minutes? Oh, no, we only did two We only minutes. did two with the band, yeah. So that was three guests for two minutes. This is one guest for, for three minutes. And oh. This is all exciting podcasting, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> riveting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, just, we'll just move along and uh, all enjoy the weekend. We'll come back Monday. So uh, until next time, and so say all of us, tap, tap into, into America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little inside baseball. There's always uh, conversations in our Movies by Minutes group about different ways to um, abbreviate. Yeah. yeah. So right. it's, well, it's, it's yeah. a fun-loving, ongoing debate. <laughs> yes. It's, it's your database and your website. You can write whatever you would like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Marshall College is on the East Coast. Thank oh, you I'm very much. Oh, I'm with you there. Totally. All right. <laughs>